Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. But thank you so much for joining us. Those of you joining us for the first time on Business Garage, share the link. Share the link. Even those of you who are the usual family, share the link. Let your friends and family know that we are on because today's story is going to really inspire you to action. As always, every time we have Claude, you leave feeling like you need to go and think about your life and really make a difference. Yeah, that you've not yet started, right? And that's a good thing. So I'm going to get straight into it. Um, and, and first of all, welcome you, Claude. Thank you for being Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time off your very busy schedule and being with us this entire weekend uh, here at Transform, which happened the last two days. Yes, and we got to hear from you in your plenary session about delivering results, not reasons. Now, it's really good that you, you didn't come to tell us the theory that you believe about results, not reasons, but rather you showed us the evidence of what has happened in your life as you've pursued transformation in your nation and beyond uh, through all these ventures. So if you, I don't know, I, I don't want to be the one to say the things. There are lots of things that you're, or you're doing. If you could tell us a little bit before we get into the one that we are very interested in specifically today. So what's, what are these things that are, what are some of the things that are going on uh, right now that God has enabled you to do? Well, good morning again. <laughs> well, I didn't hear Pastor B3 mention my country. I'm from Burundi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Born and raised in Burundi, but uh, left Burundi when I was 16 and uh, came back uh, in 2010 mm -hmm. just to participate, uh, like everybody else who love their country, like you, uh, to participate in, um, in, in building transforming our own communities and beyond yeah um, so ever since um, we've been involved in um, I'm, I'm very um, I'm very interested in creating jobs yes you are that's my passion and and since I don't know sometimes I feel like I don't know how to do that but what I do know how to do <laughs> is is gather resources money oh. and then identify those who knows how to do it mm -hmm. and come alongside them with uh, with the resources with the the skill the technical skill yeah. the financial skills but also the the funding so that they can create the jobs especially for young people now Burundi being a new country and those people come rare so I have had to actually also figure out how to create jobs yes. while we, so, we solve problems the best jobs the, the best business job creator is the one that solves a big problem uh -huh. so if you're gonna solve a small problem mm -hmm. you're gonna have three employees you your wife <laughs> and your son <coughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and 
And there's nothing wrong with that. That's what I was doing in the U.S. You know, I was just happy to, to provide for my wife and my two kids. What a shock. What a shock. <laughs> but uh, being in Burundi, I feel like my life finally makes sense and contributes. So one of the companies that uh, I was able to create is the one that uh, fights malnutrition yes. in the country. Mm -hmm. um, Burundi is malnourished. How many of you did you know if you, if you don't get fed properly in your first 1,000 days, meaning from the, the moment you conceived oh. to the moment you are two years old, if you don't have the nutrition you need, your brain will never develop to full capacity. Did you know that? No. So you walk around looking for employees and you can't find any, and then you wonder why. <laughs> they didn't develop. So I, f I figured that would, be, that would be where I start. That's a good place to start. So I started a company called Burundi Fortified Foods. Mm -hmm. um, we specialize in nutrition for mothers from the time they know they are pregnant to babies, to the time they are six months old to the time they are five years old and also we have a product for the entire family so that has grown to be it's three years old the company yeah, we yeah. have about uh, 400 employees in that one we work with farmers we 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 farm about a hundred hectares i don't know how you count huh. here it's okay well yeah a little less than 300 acres and uh, so we, we grow our own food and um, so we, are, we employ farmers and then we transport it, we transform it and uh, now we are down to doing um, at the factory transforming 24-7 so we have about three shifts oh. so that's just one and then, um, and then we do banking banking is, uh, is my initial dream mm. to come alongside entrepreneurs yes. um, to help them with financial services, but also funding. Uh, we have about 60,000 members and uh, about 13 branches. And yeah, and God is good. Yeah, that sounds like God is good. <laughs> Come on, if you don't have these things, clapping is good. Yeah, clapping, clapping we can do. Wow. And so, I love that you say that your, your dream is, or the thing that you love to do is to create employment. And you've not just solved it at only creating employment, but creating employees who can be employed one day from birth. From the time they're in their mother's womb, their brain should work, so that by the time they need a job, they can get a job. But seriously, um, seeing problems, national problems, and seeing not just the problem, but the opportunity to create a solution, you say that if you want to create lots of, of employment, you have to solve big problems. Um, so you've talked about these ventures that, have, that, that you've already gotten into, social ventures to help create employment. But there's a new one that's come recently um, that has to do, again, interestingly, it is about be your boss, be your own boss. So if you could tell us the genesis of how, you, how you've come to the place where we have Kazoza Radio or FM that, that is how did now how did are you trying to go into entertainment now and uh, 
how did that come about the problem of already you're creating you're creating jobs you're creating lots of jobs through the ventures that you're doing but tell us a little bit a lot actually about <coughs> beyond boss beyond boss mm -hmm. huh? don't you love that beyond boss i like it <laughs> so yeah you try to create jobs and then you realize you are not creating enough jobs you are not even creating two percent of the jobs that needs to create a lot has to do with the brain level <laughs> that we need to raise um, so since 2020 late summer we have a new president in Burundi um, Everest Daishimi is his name and uh, so he he is uh, he's all about economy he's all about growing the economy he talks about the economy uh, so he would like to see the country get out of poverty and uh, one of the things they did was to try and figure out how many youth unemployed do we have in the city because mm -hmm. that's a huge challenge yeah. you know we have um, young people once they graduate whatever they come from up country destination is Bujumbura of course so we must have an, another guy in Bujumbura who only dreams about Bujumbura <laughs> Um, so they come to Bujumbura, so now there are way too many. Uh, the capital city, growing up, it was uh, about 150,000 uh, people wow. in the city when I was young. Now it's 1.2 million. And 50% um, of that is uh, people from between 18 and 25. Wow. And those are the unemployed. Yes. A lot of them have graduated from high school, university, or trade. They have some type of uh, degree. They mm -hmm. know how to do something, but there is no job. Yep. So once they did um, the assessment to find out how many of those, they were way over, over 500,000 of them. <laughs> so so out, out, out of the 1.2 million, 50% yes. are young. And out of the 50%, over 77% were unemployed. Wow. So once those numbers came out, the government just decided to leave it alone. <laughs> there was no solution that they can think of. Uh, so I, I, and then once we hear those kind of numbers, it's very difficult to shake it off. Yeah. So this is how you start solving big problems. Once you hear big problems, don't close your ears Ooh. listen more because okay. this is where even your salvation is uh, being being your you know discipleship yeah. this is part of discipleship mm. solving a big problem is discipleship that's what jesus did isn't it yeah so so i i start thinking we got our management team together what can we do about this we are all about creating jobs and we look among our clientele who, who has the idea who who is the one who who has the thing that if we come alongside them they can create the jobs yes. and we you know you, you go through the list and then you're done and you haven't <laughs> found that name you haven't found that company yeah uh, so but we couldn't shake it off so we we, we thought to ourselves what well, maybe it's not about creating a company or a factory to hire all these people because mm -hmm. there is nothing you can do yeah maybe it's about them thinking about them mm -hmm. you know to, for me to give you a job i need to get to know you 
I need to know that you are honest, you are a hard worker. I need to know that you have the capacity, the talent to do what I need you to do. In mm -hmm. the 10-minute interview, mm -mm. it's not going to give me that. Mm -hmm. Right. Some people are very good interviewing. You know, mm. They are very good at talking. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> they present themselves as if they have run everything you know you wonder why are you still unemployed <laughs> and some other people is harder especially the ones who don't talk much they actually do the work it's eh? true. so but either way it's very difficult to know it's very difficult for me to know you in 10 minutes even 20 minutes even 30 minutes yeah. but you know who knows you <clears throat> Who knows all of that? How honest you are, how hardworking you are, how determined you are. There's only one person. I mean, there's two, there's God. But, you know, we're not going to interview God either. <laughs> so there's only one who knows about that, and that is you. So the only person on earth who can give you a job is you. What a shock. <laughs> That's where the word came, be your own boss. It doesn't mean you don't work for anybody. It just means you employed you. <laughs> wow. You know, who's your boss? I am. So be your own boss. So we, think we, we came up with that and then we started the training manual. We said maybe we can partner with the government and... Uh, and then they can avail some resources, locations, some funding for trainers, and then we can deploy this training over the next six months in the capital city and encourage the young people to, um, to start their own job in, in their own zone, in their own locality. Yeah. So I went to see the mayor with the, the, the training, with my team, and he loved it. And he said he would get back to us. And um, week after week after week, waiting for that phone call. I mean, have you ever <laughs> waited for a phone call that was important? <laughs> and you start yelling at your wife. <laughs> wow. why, why didn't you tell me somebody called or it wasn't him? <laughs> so a month later, I called him. So he asked me to come. He said, where are you? I'm in the office. I'm coming. So he came. And um, so he told me that they loved it, but they have zero dollars, zero money for it. So that was the end of that. Hmm. And uh, yeah, discouraged. Of course. But you don't give up. Mm -hmm. We are allowed to get discouraged sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes we get sad for a day or two. But you, you know, you, you have to get back up. Mm -hmm. So we, we sat down again together. We said, look, how do we give this training? I mean, do we go through the churches? Do we go through the schools? And we tried a number of things, but everything was, it was a dead, dead, dead road. Yeah. So, so I came up with the idea, what, what if we use the radio as a platform? Mm -hmm. What if we use the radio and then the TV and then the magazine, the medium? Mm. Yeah, of course you have to do entertainment, but that's a small portion <laughs> of, you know, if you, you, like right now we are 24-7. Wow. So, you know, we're not going to talk about money, 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 wow, money 24-7. No, mm. So we do some entertainment. So we, we apply for a license for Radio TV magazine, and then we got the license. Yay! And uh, 
So about uh, May 17, we launched, and uh, we launched the radio first, uh, Kazoza FM, Ooh. Beyond Boss. Come on. Is the, that's the tagline. That's the tagline. Love it. <laughs> so my particular show, I do, I do a little bit of this. Um, I do twice a week where I interview a boss, a real one. Okay. <laughs> a real one. So, um, so, I, so for one hour, and usually like the ones who are really boss, who really, really, really have, have the money, they started from nothing. Wow. You know, my parents didn't give me, you know, startup capital, or my uncle didn't you know, give me a contract. They started with $100, $50, and started in their village. Wow. And now they're in the capital city, they own the hotel, the building, etc. Mm -hmm. So those are the stories that I promote. Huh? Yes. Because it's like I'm telling this guy, if this guy was able to do it, exactly. anyone can, can do, do it. it. Yes. And then not everybody has to go to that level or have to do exactly what they are doing. Mm -hmm. It's not about cutting and pacing. It's about figuring out what is the one thing that you could do mm -hmm. for your community. Mm -hmm. That's what business is about. Wow. You know? Business is about other people. Mm -hmm. If you take care of other people, your business will take care of you. You don't have to worry about you. Mm -hmm. So, the, so that's that's my show. There is another show. I mean, so I have. Uh, we have about sixty young people working on the radio right now. Wow, sixty! Um, all over the country, and they are very young. At the beginning, at the beginning, it was like the things that they were coming up. You know, they have a prog a, a program called every evening called Frambu. Frambu means our our currency. It's like you have a a program called shillings. Oh. <laughs> so that's the show, Shillings. Wow. And, uh, and, and every week we have an envelope. So we have people calling, um, and then they, if they, they pass three questions mm -hmm. about how to start, we have this big thing we call Start, Scale, Sustain. Uh -huh. Wow. Uh, so there was always three questions about it, and then they get the envelope if they pass all three. So it's a way for people to dial in, yes. to listen. Mm -hmm. Because there is frambu, there is shillings to be given, uh -huh. and then uh, and then there is um, there is a conversation about to start. You know, like the the Nike, just start, just start. You know, mm -hmm. don't think, don't overthink. Just do it. Just do it, mm -hmm. um, and then you get the money. So all those young people programs that sounded silly to my ear <laughs> have. But, you know, determined to let them, you know, it's about them, you know, I'm an old man, so a lot of this stuff will not make sense to me, but it's not about me, I'm not the audience, yeah. this is what you need to, you know, some people do business and they only sell what they like, oh. what you like, you can go get it, it's you know, it's, it's about other people, what they like, oh. um, so that's how put us number one, in the radio in a capital city wow. within two months <laughs> and uh, so you go in a bus you go in a cab I mean wherever you go that's where you're gonna hear you go in the market the big market that's where you're gonna hear wow. you're gonna hear beyond boss beyond um, <laughs> and then uh, and then that have also allow us to to sell uh, space mm. 
on the radio, and then be able to break even within three months. So it's all good. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, so such a powerful. It's, not, it's such a powerful story that you're telling about thinking about others, bringing in the young people, 60 people employed in three months, number one radio in three months, breaking even in three months. It all sounds very encouraging and inspiring for, for, for all of the people listening. By the way, those of you online, remember you can ask questions and engage in this conversation right now uh, on our YouTube channel especially just let us know what are you what do you want to ask uh claude right now what would you like to ask him but i have some questions myself even as you were sharing you talked about engaging government and of course because of the projects that you do and the magnitude of the projects that you do we suspect that there is you know some attention from the government they are aware of your presence and what you're doing there and so What's your relationship with the government? How do they feel about your projects? Um, you could be a threat, but, you're, but we hope you're not. What is your relationship with the government? Businesses that are solving problems often, uh, for us, we want to blame government, usually. Uh, saying government needs to do something about this, government needs to do, but for you, you're engaging and actually doing what, in the opinion of many people, should be the role of the government. And so speak a little bit into that because... Sometimes there's so much negativity in that light. So, yeah. Thank you. I have to be careful here because more and more people from Burundi are watching the business. <laughs> there is business. We uh, like it. <laughs> which is good. Yeah. Hi, by the way. <laughs> um, so there is what I call a healthy distance. Mm -hmm. A healthy distance. The government needs to know who you are, what you're doing, that you are not a threat, mm -hmm. that you are a, a complementary, a partner mm -hmm. with them, and, but they don't need to be too close. <laughs> yes. Okay, so often it's, it's like, it's very easy to be, to, be, to be linked in in that circle, you know, especially on my level, you know, to, to get too close. That's when things go south, south, uh, sideways. Mm -hmm. Healthy distance. They know who you are. They know what you're doing. And they respect and appreciate. But you, you're not dining with them. You know, <laughs> don't do that. Because they change. And they have their agenda. You know. mm. It's like what, what you do as a business person, as a transformer of your community, it's, it's, it's less about you and more about the people. Yes. But in politics... It's almost the opposite. It's like you, you advertise yourself for that, and then you do the opposite. <laughs> it's about you and nothing else. Yeah. So that's why you, you, you keep the, um, the, healthy, healthy the healthy distance. So, so far, so good. And they change. They come and go. It's true. You know, in, 10, in 12 years that I have been in Bujumbura, we've had, uh, we've had four mayors. Wow. So, and I have been friends with each one of them. Mm -hmm. Healthy distance. Mm. Yeah. Love it. That's a very, yeah, that's a lot of wisdom. So let's, every, there's always this question that comes up every time we host you on Business Garage, and it has come up already again. 
on YouTube and uh, mentioning about so the dream of many people, sadly, and I think it's changing now as more and more of us engage in serving our communities, has been to escape Africa and run to the nations where others have built their nations while we run away from our own uh, nations. And so people, even now, they're asking, transitioning from the U.S., uh, going back home to Burundi. And, and so the question is, how, how did you adapt your experiences to the local market and, um, and, and, and from the, yeah, to set up your businesses? How did you adapt from there? First of all, why? And I feel like you already answered that question, but the why, why, why would you leave comfort yeah. where all is well with you and your family and choose to come back uh, into a place where you'd have to start from scratch and where others are trying to pray for visas to leave your coming back in voluntarily and actually doing the hard work of setting up um, enterprises? Number one, you have to lower your expectations. <laughs> The internet won't work like you used to. <laughs> yeah. And the roads won't be as beautiful. So, you know, it, it's a very interesting question because even now when you go to Burundi, like as much as we're trying to do, you go to the airport and you see all these young people going. There is, a, there is a new route. They go to Europe, this country called Serbia. Mm. So there is a... I don't know when they did this, but you... As a Burundian, with a Burundian passport, you can go there with a visa. And from there, you, you make your way back to Western Europe, like Belgium, Swiss. And so since January, there's like 3,000 young people who have oh left. Oh my gosh. So, so sad. You know, obviously when you've never been to Europe, you think it's heaven. <laughs> and right. then once you get there, mm. you realize... Home was heaven. Home was heaven. <laughs> but unfortunately, you can't come back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, so we tried to, to... So I went from there, which I had a situation, you know. I was feeding my three people. <laughs> wife and two kids. Um, but you know, it's, as, as, a, as a follower of Jesus, sometimes Jesus puts you in situations to shock you. And then you have to follow that mm -hmm. because you realize that your discipleship depends on it. Wow. So, yeah, I was comfortable in a suburb in the U.S., mm -hmm. in Arizona, and, um, but I came back to Burundi for a visit. Mm -hmm. And then while I was visiting, I had the opportunity to visit a community about an hour drive from, from, uh, from the capital city mm -hmm. where I met a group of about 70 families that were extremely, extremely poor. And I have seen poverty before. I grew up poor. I thought I grew up poor. <laughs> but when I saw this community, it was nothing I've seen before. It was yeah. 2008, and I couldn't, I couldn't believe there were human beings in 2008 living the way these people were living. Yeah. So it's one of those situations where you, you see and you wish you never saw. Oh. But once you see it... You can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. Mm. So going back to the U.S., it's like, yeah, you're comfortable, but you depress. And, and, and you, your, your soul, your heart won't rest until you come back and you figure out. Now, 
some people in the west you plan you say in five years i'll move back mm -hmm. so i will i will plan you make trips you watch you look you think you know uh you process <laughs> yeah sometimes you process forever uh, just do it just do it but f in my case that wasn't the situation mm -hmm. it's like I, I had to come back yeah and uh, and then figure out as I was there what to do how to do it so you lower your expectation yes and you start where people are you don't leave what you know mm. what you know is gonna come handy at some point yes but not at the beginning okay <laughs> wow so much wisdom right yeah what you know will come in handy but start where you are uh, so that you don't get very discouraged so one of the things that intrigues me about about you is how everything you do is big at least at least i mean from the regular person's perspective it's really big i mean in three months you're employing 60 people one of the organizations has 400 employees you're solving problems of i don't know how many 70 80 100 something families everything is almost national scale big scale big and and many people we don't naturally find ourselves thinking that way <clears throat> so how come you think this way can it be learned um how can how can we start thinking that way as opposed to because many of us it's can i solve my problem and my family's problem we you, you keep saying that when you see something you can't unsee it and i'm thinking oh, there are things we've seen but uh, we didn't go and start things to solve that i mean we saw them we cried we felt so sad and thought that's really bad and then we went back as if we hadn't seen them before we are still processing for 12 years now so how come what can what, what is it for you that you think can be learned for the person listening to say i'd like to also become a cloud in my community in my nation to see things and actually do something about them and not something really tiny but something significant yeah thank you well number one not everything you see you're going to do something about it uh -huh. okay so thank because like, as you said we are surrounded by problems and if you try to fix all of them you hope some other people will fix something yeah don't fall asleep fix something wow <laughs> now here's here's the you know as far as uh, growth or big um you know they they don't start that way mm -hmm. they start small but here's what you need this is what we need to unlearn we, we there is a lie that we have learned and interiorized small business uh -huh. small. that's a lie big businesses i mean look in uganda in kampala or in uganda or in kenya you know who is the small businesses solving problems uh, not not really like who's what's, what's the business that employed the most people which uh, one is that it's the big businesses <laughs> yeah it's the big business do yeah. they start big no so but because we have been told small business small business start small business so we start with dumb mindset oh. and then the business ends up dying yes. because you know it's like giving birth to a child and you say you stay two <laughs> oh no so you you put them in a room where they can't pass the ceiling Oops. but if you start wherever you start like you know like i remember studying kazoza and, and uh, in the first year already 
I'll get parents who come to see me and they'll be like my son, my daughter just uh, was accepted in this big university in South Africa or in Kenya but I don't have money for it. Yes. How can you help me? And then I'm thinking, did you give birth to this kid? <laughs> yes. You didn't know they're going to go to university at, at 18? <laughs> Oops. Because the time to think about the university is when they are born. Ooh. They will go to university. Merci, merci, Claude. It's not supposed to be a shock. It's a shock. <laughs> what a shock that it's not supposed to be a shock. <laughs> You know, they will go to university, they will get married, they will have kids, etc. That's how you start, right? So when you start a business, it's the same thing. It will grow, it will, it will build up, it will employ hundreds of people, it will be a big business. Wow. Now, the question is, wow. knowing that is one thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like knowing that your son, your daughter will go to university is one thing. Now, starting to put aside a hundred dollars a month for that, that university when the baby is one month old, it's another story. It is. <laughs> I say a hundred, it could be ten. So we started like a, a Kazosa College account. Wow. At that time, then we encourage people say, hey, you know, when you're pregnant, start planning. What? Their college, their university. Wow. And usually, so that's the thing. It's like uh, we learn something about uh, when you start a business, you start a business that you will sell. So if yes. you have that in mind, the structure you put in place are different from when you say, I need something that will feed me. Okay, so this is how. You, so if you if you have that in mind, yes, then it will be big. It has to be big. Because that's the natural course of human. <laughs> you know, you grow, and then you stop, and you start growing this way. But, <laughs> but you grow. Either way, you grow. <laughs> so, so it's all about the beginning. Yeah. If you set it up to grow, it will grow. If you set it up. To not grow, will not grow, and then you will die. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, that was a life lesson. And then also you, mm. you set it up to be, you know, not a local thing. Oh. Because whatever problem, here's what you need to put in mind. Whatever problem you're seeing in front of you, mm -hmm. it's all over the place. Okay. It's just what you saw, you're seeing is what's in front of you. But in, it's everywhere. It's everywhere in Uganda, it's everywhere in Africa. It's everywhere, it's everywhere. So again, not only it will grow, but we will expand. Start, scale, sustain. Uh, start, scale, sustain. Can we say that again? Start, scale, sustain. And so what I'm hearing is that I must begin with the vision that it's going to be big. Um, start small, but I know that it's going to be big. So then build systems and everything is towards growth. And if I don't do that, then I have just decided that it's going to be small. So whatever I have, if it is small, it's because I have decided that it's going to be small. Um, and if I decide that it will be bigger, it will be bigger. Let's go back 
a little bit about people keep asking about raising resources um, but let's let's talk about the go back to be your own boss be your own boss are there some stories of transformation like tell us what has happened in the last three months because it's been a short time but lots of impact already what are some of the positive things that have happened since uh, the radio started okay great question so for example I told you it's a part of my program is to interview the big bosses mm -hmm. so like one of these guy is um, uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Constantine he's 70 years old now wow. but I know him since I was a young boy and mm -hmm. and uh, he was um, you know he you know those people in Matatu that counts the money no. that's what I remember him being a conductor, conductor. Hey, conductor now you know he is literally a, a large billionaire so now one of the company he has is a is a factory that uh, he assembles the small phones you know those tiny phones that yes. uh, the village people use mm -hmm. so he has a factory that assembles that um, and so is what we were able to do with him so also I told him about the the program etc so so we did so we we recruited about 10 people in each zone, 10 young people. Mm -hmm. They had to pass the test, etc., and learn about the phone. And then the factory, him, he will, they will have to find a store mm -hmm. in their community. Yeah. And then the factory brands brand the store. And then us, as a financial, will give loan for 10 million, about $4,000 each young person to get the material, to get the phones, the spare parts, etc. So, so that they can set it up. Mm -hmm. Now they have a store, branded, looking extremely nice, and they have 4,000 worth of inventory from day one. So right there, 130 young people got a job. Jeez. So sometimes... You know, I don't know about Uganda. You know, just saying, be your own boss, be your own boss. Some people say, well, I like that, but what do I do? Yeah. You also need to show them what to do. Yes. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. So we have done that with three companies, wow. with three factories already. And we have, the goal is to create a thousand jobs every three months <laughs> with, um, with those. <laughs> so you have, you have the factory... That, get, that brings the, 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 the equipment and then you have the bank that brings the resources and then you have the trainers that support them. This is how you keep your books. This is how you, you know, that's the other thing. It's like when you start a business, this business is not supposed to feed you <laughs> from day one. You need what to be a shock. <laughs> it's like you, you give birth to a kid and you're like, okay, now you go fetch water. It doesn't work. No. Or you cook or you go make money. So it's the same thing. If you look at business the same way you look at giving birth, uh -huh. you would, you know, because, you know, a baby, you look after them. You, you protect them. You give them you know, the Kiwondo porridge that I produce. <laughs> if yes. you're not doing that, uh, please do. It will serve you. Wow. 
All right. Um, we have a few more minutes. I'm going to ask two more questions. One, you have multiple things running, and yet all of them are uh, you're still going on to scale and sustain um, in different spaces. Some, some. How do we do that? Because for many people, it's a thing of I can only do one thing and do it well. If I touch another, then this one dies. How do you do th multiple things, do them well, and scale them and keep going? Some pointers. Yeah, <clears throat> so, so it's multitasking. Um, the key, what have helped me, is really to, to, to be able to identify and hire talent. Okay, so, so you're supposed to give birth to this company, mm -hmm. nature it, grow it, mm -hmm. get it to a place where it's strong, and then hire talent who will replace you. Uh -huh. Usually somebody that has seen you grow this company. You know, somebody who knows something about accounting, it's very important. <laughs> you know, organizing your money is the number one thing you should worry about. Because money goes and never came back. <laughs> um, so you hire talent, you know, delegate, mm. trust people. Mm. If you have vet them, trust people with them. I mean, you look, how come we have multinationals? I mean, the, the people who studied it, they are not in Uganda or Kenya, no. But, you know, but systems are important. People need to know where they start, where they yes. end. Mm. You know, you don't want somebody running around making decisions that only belongs to you. So you, so you, need, to, you need to put the system, the, the boundaries, everybody knows where they start, where they end. You need, to, you need boards. You need strong, uh, capable board and the boards here is like you look at people who are successful yeah people who are not hoping your business feeds them <laughs> you know they are your mentors eh? they yes. are people who come to help you mm. so boards talent delegate if you're gonna grow if you're gonna be in barara everywhere you can't be everywhere if you think you're the only one who can drive this car <laughs> then you're gonna stay around Nalia. <laughs> so again what I hear is people people all those things you've talked about delegating raising talent you know it's about people 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 building systems people so um, as we close as we come to the end of our interview where I'm sure that there were still lots of questions that people are asking um, but what what would you say to all, all of us who are watching, listening, people, we're all interested. That's why we're here. We are intrigued by this story. We, a part of us wants to also do, you know, something significant in our generation to change things and solve problems in missional communities, business people, uh, uh, and, and all that. Sometimes challenges not always come, right? And so to speak into what would you say to us? You'd say these are critical things, I would say. You know, if you want to be a person who continues to create change, where you are. These are things that are basic and I would say that look out for this and pay attention to this and you will move, you'll keep moving forward. Yeah, so, so one thing that came to mind I could say is like you need to know your business, your line. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, it's, it's like we use, uh, we use uh, the, the expressway from Antebe mm -hmm. coming here. 
So you pick a line and you stick to it. <laughs> you know, this is what my business is. This is what this is the problem I'm solving. Yes. Be specific, specific. And and uh, working in a bank has helped me understand what that means. You know, just like a small example. You know, somebody comes and say he has a beautiful project on uh, providing milk, selling milk. You know, people are selling bad milk, they mix it with water, there's this, but I have a plan. Okay, what's your plan? Da, 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 great. So, you need a loan. I need a loan. For what? To buy cows. Uh, but you have milk. I'm like, we were talking about milk a minute ago. Now you want there's to buy no cows. Cow. <laughs> so, for, them, for him, it's like, let the people with cows do the cow thing. And then, you do milk. So find your lane. This is the problem. I'm be specific and then be the expert in that lane. Ah. Get to know everything you can know. Now we have internet, we have books. Everybody writes books. There is, a, there is a chance, there is a way. It's not like a long time ago in, uh, in Barara. Um, you have to teach yourself everything. <laughs> now you have access. You can know the person who studied this where they are, how they grew. You can yes, know everything to yes. know. So you are not the expert of this line, but you can become. Um, so that's the thing. It's like, pick a lane. This is the problem I'm solving. Be specific to the, to the letter. Mm -hmm. Don't deviate. And then learn as much as you can on that specific problem. Wow. Business Garage, so much wisdom in so little time. Would you help me appreciate one more time, Claude Nikondeha, come on. Wow. Please be seated even as we come to the end of our time together. Thank you so much for joining us. And we never want to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to meet Jesus. Uh, everything you're hearing that, that you've heard from Claude here is a result of his relationship with the Lord Jesus that drives him to cause a little bit of heaven on earth and bringing the kingdom of God here on earth. So we want to invite you, if you're watching or you're here in the room and you've never given your life to Jesus or made Jesus Lord of your life or you've never had a relationship with Jesus Christ, we want to give you that opportunity. And all I want you to do for me, if that is you, wherever you are, I just want you to pray this simple prayer after me. If that is you, just pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, today I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I give you my life and I receive your life. Take my life and do something with it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, yes, you are born again. Welcome to the family of God. We would like to hear from you and help you start this journey. Would you send us a message on 0775-642449? If you're outside Uganda, add plus 
0809-2849. And let us know that you made that decision. Thank you so much for joining us for Business Garage. We are here every Sunday at 7.20 a.m. We begin our time together. We hang out. We bring you transformational leaders who share their stories in business and inspire you. And so join us and always bring a friend. You can come in the room here at Worship Harvest Nalia and hang out live at the Business Lounge with the leaders. Or you can join us online if you're outside Kampala or Uganda. But thank you for joining us. We'll see you again next week. Same place, same time. And of course, we have our service starting at 9 a.m. on the same channels and here in the room and across the Worship Harvest location. So join us for another life-giving service together at 9 a.m. and later at 11.30. You're blessed. See you next time. Bye. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.